I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The 11 to 1 Show. Singleton's jeered, marked with chalk and salt thrown at them. A very different way to celebrate Pancake Tuesday. More after Bon Jovi. Shout out to all the singletons this morning. Happy Pancake Tuesday. It wouldn't be nice to be single in Ireland around this time of the year, pre-20th century because of the weird customs I discovered this morning when I was Googling around. This is really weird, right? So, oh, hello. We've got we've got someone calling in. <laughs> What's going on? Oh, my goodness. OK, sorry about that. Right. Uh, there were strong marriage uh, customs around Shrove Tuesday, which were said to evolve around the fact that weddings obviously couldn't take place during Lent. OK, so people didn't get married during Lent because of the fasting and all of that. Right. So Shrove Tuesday was a big day for weddings. And then, as well as that, there was additional pressure ramped up on the poor singletons in Ireland at this time. So there was a, a custom known as Skellig Night. Now, this was particularly prevalent in places like Cork and Kerry. And what would happen was after sunset, noisy crowds would go out onto the streets and into the towns in the region and Skellig Night procession would happen. So there would be loud slagging off of the sting, still single people telling them to get to the Skelligs. So the Skellig Islands off the coast of Kerry were sort of known to be still run under the old calendar. Therefore, Ash Wednesday would arrive a little bit later there. So they would say there's still time for the single to go off there and marry before Lent began. And people really got into this. They dressed up in disguise. They called to the homes of the single and tried to take them by force out onto the street to be jeered, making as much of a, a racket as possible. So that was one thing. Sorry, singletons, you're still on off the hook because you're going to be marked with chalk as well. OK, so the first Sunday after Shrove Tuesday, this was Chalk Sunday. And really, this is public bullying is what I'm going to say. So the, the, the poor singletons um, would then have chalk X's uh, put on their back so people would know they were single. People would obviously catcall and jeer and that often took place on the way to and from church. Not very, you know, nice Christian behaviour. Uh, also, in some parts, the day was known as Puss Sunday. So this was the Irish word for scowl. You have a puss on you. You have a puss on you there. <laughs> 
if your mother ever said that to you, take that puss off your face. So scowl, right? Because anyone without a partner was said to wear a scowl, reflecting their constant unhappiness at their unmarried state. I mean, really? Oh, my goodness. And the torture of the singletons did not enter, not end there because Salt Monday was also observed where the salt was freely thrown on single people to, quote unquote, preserve them for another year. I mean, poor single people in Ireland in the past, the public shaming, the mortification was just so, so loud and so real. Thankfully, these customs have died out and all we do is eat pancakes today because, yeah... Chalk Sunday, Salt Monday, jeering in the streets, being I took barbaric. Elton John, Dua Lipa, cold, cold heart. I'm not even making dinner tonight. I'm. It's just pancakes, pancakes for the dinner. Do you do that as well? Do you just not bother cooking a dinner tonight because the pancakes take centre stage? Let me know. Also, have you had pancakes already? What have you had on them? I want to know. 086-1800-658. Mark in Kells has been on. He says, uh, do you remember my magic lemon sauce recipe? I do. I tried this last year. Okay, if you want to try this, it is fab. If you want that nice bit of zest on your pancake. Okay, he says, it's equal amounts of lemon juice, sugar and uh, butter. I usually use two ounces of each is what he does. So he mixes all that together. It is fab. It's a nice drizzle on the pancake. It's really, really nice. I also have an air fryer recipe for a pancake. I know the air fryer is having a moment and uh, the pancakes are are being done in the air fryer. This is a curry's um, recipe. They put this on TikTok, okay? So what they have done is uh, frying, uh, the, so all the pancakes, it's kind of like a stack of pancakes. So they're all done in the one shebang, which is good because, you know, they're flipping for ages. on a, in a, That's the one thing, isn't it, about Pancake Tuesday? You're just at the hob the whole time, flipping the pancakes and it takes ages. And everyone else is eating and the person that's cooking the pancakes, aka me, in my house, will just be waiting for pancakes for ages. In this scenario, it is the air fryer scenario, okay? So what you do is you get your layers of baking parchment Okay, so you put your layer of baking parchment down first. Now I put a bit of fry light there or something just to make sure it doesn't actually congeal together. Get your batter. Now I'd say the American style pancake is what's going to work best for this. So you do your batter on that. Then you can layer it up with another bit of baking parchment and on and on it goes is what they say here, right? So uh, you pop it on for a couple of minutes. Now I'd be checking it as well. I'd just be checking it to make sure that it doesn't kind of, you know, burn or it's it's done properly. And there you go, uh, fluffy with the topping of your choice. Now, look, at I would try this, but I don't know if I'd try it on Pancake Tuesday. There's a lot riding on pancakes on Pancake Tuesday. You can't make a mess of it. So I think I would probably stay to the tried and trusted method until I've tried out the air fryer on another day that's not Pancake Tuesday. But there you go. If you have any unusual recipes or toppings that you love as well, let me know. 86 658 11 to 1 show. How would you like to win two weekly travel passes and a 100 euro one for all voucher as well? I have a great competition for you. All the details on the way after Harry. Talking. I wonder what he would be like if you were set beside him on the 100x expressway service. Harry Styles, would he be talkative? I don't know. I think he might be a bit tricky actually to crack. I have teamed up all this week with the Expressway 100X 
and their timetable has just been enhanced. You can now jump on board the 100X in Dublin City, Drogheda and Dundalk with 19 hourly services every day, all serving Dublin Airport. So that's four new trips daily, including two new early morning services departing Dundalk to Dublin at 3.30am and Dublin to Dundalk at 5.44am and then the two late night services are departing at 21.30 from Dundalk to Dublin and from Dublin to Dundalk at 22.44am each day. Plus, remember the Dublin Terminus has relocated from Wilton Terrace to Merrion Square okay? You can also save 50% when you're booking online with a young adult or student leap card. So guarantee your seat and book in advance at expressway.ie. So to celebrate this uh, timetable enhancement I have two weekly travel passes to the value of €140 to give away. Plus that's not all. A €100 one for all voucher We're giving that away as well. Every day this week, all you have to do is tell me what celebrity would you like to travel with on the 100X and why? You can send me a WhatsApp voice note. I love getting them to 086-1800-658. You can text as well. We are getting in some already. So tell me who you want to travel with on the 100X and why. We all know I love Keanu Reeves. You know, that's my go-to so much to talk about Ryan Reynolds either both of them why not they're the people I'd love to be travelling on the 100x with so what celebrity and why don't forget you can hold down the record button on your whatsapp if you want to send me a voice note 086 1800 658 three pans going at one time Oh my goodness, I have three pans on the go at once on the cooker. A small one, medium one and large one. Otherwise, you're right, you're going to be there at the hob all day and night, says Maria on 086-1800-658. I'm buying them this year. You're right. I'm at the cooker all night, says another one, whilst they took in. Oh, they're buying them. Well, look at Whatever you need to do, relieve the stress on yourself completely. I agree. Now, it is Pancake Tuesday, the most delicious of all holidays. And for people like myself who are celiac, these holidays can be trickier. They can because the main ingredient of flour or of pancakes is flour. So how do we get around this one? Well, we have help at hand because dietitian Sarah Kyo, she's with the Celiac Society of Ireland. She has some great gluten-free pancake ideas. She's joining us next. The 11 to 1 show. Today is the most delicious of holidays, a day where we can feast before we start cutting back on sweet things for Lent. It's Pancake Tuesday and if, like me, you are celiac or wheat intolerant, it doesn't mean you still can't enjoy some great pancakes. The Celiac Society of Ireland is on a mission to make Ireland the best place in the world to live gluten-free and that means ensuring that those of us who are celiac or gluten intolerant can tuck into tasty pancakes just like everybody else. I'm delighted to be joined now on the line by dietitian Sarah Kyo, who has some great gluten-free pancake recipe ideas for those of us on a gluten-free diet. How are you getting on, Sarah? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Have you had any pancakes yet or are you saving nope. it for later? <laughs> saving them all for later. Yeah. There'll definitely be a lot of pancakes cooked in my house this evening. Oh yeah, I won't even bother with the dinner, Sarah. Do you know, just no, straight to the pancakes. I have to say we do that and I know it's probably very bad from a nutritional point of view, <laughs> but I have to say we just go straight to the pancakes. <laughs> one day is allowed, one day. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so can you first of all explain what celiac disease is, Sarah? 
So celiac disease is an autoimmune disease um, which is triggered by gluten. So it's a funny one because it, it's not a food allergy or an intolerance, but it might as well be because you still have to avoid gluten. And even the tiniest, tiniest speck of gluten will trigger the full autoimmune reaction in people who have this disease. So the, the amount of gluten that would fit on the tip of a pin is enough to trigger it. So it can be a real pain for people to try and avoid gluten because it's not just that you have to use gluten-free bread, but you have to have like a separate butter because you can't get crumbs in, you know, the crumbs that would be in butter from toast, you know, and it's tiny, tiny bits that can be a problem. And so someone with celiac disease, if they eat gluten, as I said, it triggers this autoimmune reaction and that can do a huge range of things in the body. And the one most people are familiar with is that it affects your gut. So people might have some diarrhea, they might have constipation, they might have bloating, they might have tummy pain. Um, they might have a lot of belching, actually. It can be quite common. Um, but it can actually travel through the body. So it can affect the nervous system. So people can feel incredibly tired. They might get pins and needles. They can have a lot of headaches. So about 25% of people with celiac disease will have severe headache or migraine. Um, and then it can affect things like fertility. So we know that uh, both men and women can have more difficulty becoming parents. Women are more likely to have miscarriages and a stillborn baby. Um, and then long term, if it's not treated and diagnosed, um, people are more likely to develop osteoporosis and more likely to develop bowel cancer. So there's lots of reasons people, you know, we need to find out if someone has celiac disease, but also to be what we call strictly gluten free. Yes, and those things you really shouldn't ignore, as you say. And I mean, there's so many people, it's hard to get an exact number of people living with the condition, but this is a lot more common than people actually think here in Ireland. In fact, we're probably one of the most highest incidences of celiac disease in in Europe. Well, for a long time, we thought that one in every 100 people in Ireland had celiac disease, but that definitely is trending up. And recent research um, from the, you know, from the west of Ireland would put that at maybe nearly two in every 100, so one in 50 people. And what we do know is that 75% of people with celiac disease are not diagnosed, Um, you know, because people are waiting to have really bad diarrhea or they're waiting to have weight loss. But these days we know that only 13% of adults with celiac disease will actually lose weight. Um, most don't. So it's not to wait for that. And what we also find is most people sort of think they're not having tummy issues. And it's only when they're diagnosed that they go, actually, I was having bloating or I was having diarrhea once a week or I was having constipation, but it wasn't bad enough for me to go to the doctor. But it's that little, you know, not quite right going on is, is should be a thing that we think about going to get tested. Um, but really important to keep eating gluten until you're fully tested. Really, really important to do that. Don't cut out gluten until you've been tested for celiac disease. Yes, because it won't show up in the blood or anything like that. And, you know, it's funny, as you say that, because when I think back to myself and my own situation, I, a scone or, you know, really white bread or a crusty roll used to absolutely kill my stomach. And I just put it down to white bread as a, as a kind of a, yep. it would it would be really bad. But it just goes to show you that it could, that might be triggering it, but it's it's sitting there undiagnosed and things can be, you know, it's leading to a lot of damage. Um, you know, as you mentioned there as well, there are huge risks involved if people who are intolerant to gluten or or celiac continue to just ignore this because there are some celiacs out there who might only have very, very mild symptoms and sort of ignore it and they might still drink their beer, Sarah, and things like that. Oh, I know. And look, and what I would say is it's a really, really tough way of eating. Like it really is. And I think one of the problems is people love to think of it as a bit of a fad or someone is just carrying on or they're just looking for notice. And I know for a lot of people, they're like, oh, I'm just, when I go out, I'm just not going to make a fuss. 
And I get that because it's actually a very, it is a very, very tough disease. Um, I love when you say slightly celiac because to me that's like saying slightly pregnant. <laughs> and I think where the confusion is, is that some people with celiac disease, when they eat gluten, will very quickly get vomiting, diarrhea. They can be quite sick for about two days. But then about 60% of people, they won't get such a strong reaction um, physically on the outside. But they, you know, they might feel a little bloated or it might take a few months for them to start to feel sick. However, the same... Um, sort of damage is going on on the inside. So I would always use the example, if someone is pregnant, some people will have morning sickness and some people don't, but they're both just as pregnant. And that's how you have to look at it with the gluten-free diet. Whether you're someone who gets really severe symptoms as soon as you eat gluten or not, you still have to be gluten-free because you still get all the long-term problems, particularly around osteoporosis and bone health, which people think is a minor thing, but it's a really, really huge problem. Um, you know, And people do break bones and all the rest with it. So it's a quite a serious condition that we really do want to prevent in people with celiac disease. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, completely. And, you know, being, I'm glad you said it's tough. It's a tough condition, Sarah. It, it is. is tough. It is so well, tough. Well, I, you know, I start and I, I sit with people all the time who are newly diagnosed and they're trying to wrap their heads around it. And I say to them, look, I'm 26 years working as a dietitian. This is the toughest diet. Yeah. And I'm no joke. And I've worked in lots of different areas. This is the toughest diet because there's absolutely no wiggle room and there's gluten in everything. Yes. Everything. In, like, and, you know, people really do go, well, there's gluten-free bread. What are you going on about? Uh, like, yeah, but if I go to a restaurant and they put croutons in the Caesar salad, I now can't eat the salad even if they pick the croutons out because, yeah. you know, and, you know, I'd often talk about it as fractions. You know, people, you know, you talk about a third or a twentieth or whatever. If 20 millionths of the food you're eating has gluten in it, that is enough to make someone with celiac disease sick. 20 yeah. millionths. It's that small. So it's, you know, flour drifting in the air. Um, yes. You know, it really can just be a problem. And I think people don't get it, which is fair enough. If you're not living it, you're not going to. But um, I, as you said, a lot of people with celiac disease, they just find it so hard. And yeah. I can understand why they don't. Yeah. Know. Oh, thank you, Sarah. I feel like we've had a little <laughs> counselling session there. Anytime. <laughs> so being celiac, uh, days like today can be trickier, but it is possible to enjoy Pancake Tuesday like everybody else. You have some fantastic recipes for us to try. Well, I have to say a big thank you to our chef, Francis Buckley, who has been industriously putting recipes together. So there's loads of recipes on our website for people to take a look at. We have everything from banana pancakes to different toppings right the way through to savoury pancakes if you're someone who wants to do, you know, a mushroom sauce with them and lots of different ways to do them. So Francis has fantastic recipes there for, you know, you can use bread mix, actually white bread mix oh, as your base. It's yeah. really actually quite handy. Um, there's lots of gluten-free flours there. Sometimes you need to combine and mix them and Francis yeah. has fantastic advice um, on the website about where to go and then just loads of ideas for toppings. You know, something is simple. I don't know if you've tried banana pancakes, but, you know, if you I mash up bananas them. with yeah. egg and, it's, you know, drop a vanilla essence and they're absolutely, I remember the first time I tried them, you know, sometimes you think these sound too good to be true, but they're actually gorgeous and, of course, 100% gluten-free. Um, so they're really, really good. But even, as I said, if you use your white bread mix, if you look at some of the different mixes of flours that are there, um, you can get sometimes, you can get gluten-free pancake mix as well. Um, so there's no reason that someone with celiac disease has to miss out when it comes to the pancakes. And, you know, maybe they won't taste 100% like they did, but that's where you play with your toppings mm-hmm. and you get your, you know, your chocolate sauce on them and oh, your yeah. bananas on them and your bacon and your maple syrup with them. And you kind of really just go for it with that. And, you know, like anything, first time you make them is always going to be, you know, you might get it right. Oh, look, it's, it's a trial like and error. Yeah, absolutely. And it, but for anything, you know, yes. and it's just trying it out. But the recipe is um, celiac.ie. 
And if you just have a look there, we have just loads of recipes for Pancake Tuesday up there because I think people would see like these miss out on enough. <laughs> and I think, <laughs> um, and particularly for kids, you know, you just yeah. think, oh, look, all the kids will be in school tomorrow going, how many pancakes did you have? You know, and you certainly want the kids with celiac disease to be able to join right in just along with all the other kids as well. Yeah, completely. It is, it is a lot more tougher for the kids as well. And Sarah, all important question for you. What topping are you going to have? Are you a traditional sugar and lemon kind of gal or Absolutely. do you like the Nutella? The only topping is butter and sugar and lemon. <laughs> I'm just, I will die on this one. Um, so, yeah, that's, I have to say, I've tried all the others, but I keep coming back to, I love that combination of hot butter and sugar and lemon on my pancakes, and that's what we'll be doing. But um, my, my kids are definitely into all the other variations of pancakes that will be going on this evening. So, oh, yeah. Um, looking forward to that. Yeah, oh, completely. And enjoy it. Listen, thank you so much for all of that fantastic information. Great having you on the show again. No problem. Thanks for having us. Celiac.ie, that is where you'll find all the details of those recipes. The 11 to 1 show. Want to give Ian from Dundalk Community Training Centre a shout out. 19 trainees, 12 staff for pancakes went down a treat this morning. Fantastic. This is for you, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Rock your body, we can't rock anything. We're full of pancakes. I've gotten a message here from Geraldine. This, these look great. She says, I have a batch of original pancakes mixed for my husband. I'm dairy intolerant, so I make mine with eggs, porridge, oats, alpro, vanilla yogurt, vanilla essence and sweetener. They're delicious and very filling. There you go, dairy-free pancakes. She sent me a picture. You wouldn't know. Oh my goodness, they look great. She's got plenty of fruit on the side there as well. Strawberries and looks like pineapple maybe or melon or something. She's getting in the five a day (laughs) along with the pancakes. Thank you so much for sending them in. Marion says, uh, pancakes made all for myself. There looks like to be about, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say there's about 20 20 pancakes on the plate for Marion. Sure, why not? Self-love. Marion, I love it. Thank you so much for sending those in. It is Pancake Tuesday today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 Yes, it's Pancakes Tuesday, but also on this day in 1952, actress Elizabeth Taylor, she was 19, she marries for the second time to actor Michael Wilding. He was 39. And today is Pancake Tuesday. Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday, observed in many Christian countries, uh, participating people, you know, in the olden days particularly, but still today, uh, had confession and absolution, also the ritual burning of the previous year's Holy Week palm as well. So there you go. Pancake Tuesday. It's all about eating stacks and stacks of pancakes. Isn't that right, Marion? There with your 20 pancakes. <laughs> LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. From Daniel O'Donnell to Roy Keane, they're just some of the celebrities you would love to travel on the 100X Expressway service with. We're going to get to those after 12. Plus, Local Enterprise Week is approaching. I find out more about how the local enterprise offices can help and support business. That's all to come. The 11 to 1 show. 59,000 euro. You'll never guess what unopened bit of tech sold for this huge amount of money. 
Going to reveal all very shortly. First, here's Mumford and Sons. No, it wasn't a Nokia 3210 that sold for 59,000. This is, I can't wrap my head around this, 59,000 euro. What was it? Now, the key to this was it was unopened and never used. Okay, so this idea of something being in mint condition. An unopened, never used, first generation Apple iPhone sold for over 59,000 euros. So you were on the right track with the phone, but not the Nokia 3210. It's 16 years since Apple launched the first smartphone, which was originally bought for 560 euro. Quite the profit now. The 8 gigabyte 2007 model was factory sealed and still in its original plastic packaging. Now, if you think of tech and particularly around Apple and iPhone and everyone wanting to get their hands on this, this person bought it and just didn't open it. Just went, ah, no, I'll leave it there. <laughs> like, did they buy it with the sole intent purpose of, of this scenario? Be patient. Years later, it could sell for nearly 60,000. Maybe, maybe they're smarter than me. Um, but it got me thinking of this idea of people who get these things and don't open them. Like, you know, people who collect figures or, you know, kind of, I, I know particularly Star Wars figures, things like that, and they keep them in the box, things to keep in mint condition. My kid has loads of these unopened uh, figures, you know, like, the you know, the little pop figures and the Harry Potter merchandise, all kept in the box. And now they're all displayed and it's lovely, but they're all in the box. And I'm thinking, you know, OK, what's this for? Also, something that I came across, the oldest Family treasure, this, well, treasure in, I don't know, inverted commas, whatever you, you think yourself, but an uneaten Easter egg. It's the oldest one, I'd say probably in the world. Uh, it was bought in 1951 uh, for this uh, lady, Sally. Sally's now in her, uh, her 80s now. Her brother was just 14 when he bought her the egg as an Easter gift. But at the time, war rationing was still very much in focus. So, uh, you know, chocolate was really hard to come by. So the egg was tucked away. So apparently her brother bought her the egg with his first pay packet, which I thought was lovely. She was 11 when she got the egg. Her mother wouldn't even let her hold it, let alone eat so she kept this egg now in fairness it's very very fancy looking it's in a gorgeous box it's all got the cellophane wrapping and everything it's got this beautiful bow on it and in fairness the rosy kind of there's these rose um I would say they're like uh, kind of made of icing maybe or something. You know, these decorative roses are on the top of it. Now, the chocolate itself is kind of hard to see what sort of colouring still looks brown. I don't know if you'd eat it now, but it looks fairly like in good condition. But there you go. The oldest unopened thing. I don't know, uh, but definitely the oldest unopened thing that you could eat. You definitely couldn't eat it now anyway. But there you go. Just weird. People who buy things and then they don't open them. I don't get it. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Judd Apatow has said he's game for a girl's reboot. The show starred Lena Dunham. Here's what Judd said. I'm game. I'm game. I mean, I, I hope that happens one day. It's certainly built for it. Yeah. I think we'd love to see what they're doing, but it's certainly uh, up to Lena Dunham. Let me take you one step further. Yes. Have you spoken to Lena Dunham? I have not spoken to her, but clearly I know what I need to do as soon as the show out. I think it'd be fun to see it. I think the show actually is built to, to like check in on them here and there, so we'll see. Maybe this year, maybe in 10 years. 
Madonna has laughed back at people on social media who shamed her appearance at the Grammys. She posted a photo of herself with the caption, Look how cute I am now that the swelling from surgery has gone down. LOL. Elizabeth Debicki wants hairdressers to be banned from giving heartbroken people perms after a bad breakup. She was talking to Jimmy Fallon about it. I was a few years ago going through a very bad breakup. I'm telling this story because what I would like to do is sort of start a, a sort of form of activism against hairdressers allowing to do perms on people who are going through a breakup. Okay? <laughs> I think there should be a law that if you sit... If a you law? Sit, a law. Yes. You pass loads of laws in yes, this country. Yes, you do, oh, yes. You try, yeah. yeah. So if you sit down in a chair in a hair salon and they say, and you say, hello, I would like a perm, mm-hmm. the person has to say, are you going through a terrible breakup? <laughs> and if you say yes, yes. They, they can't... They, they say you to leave. They say, we can give you a trim. That's The Buzz. I'm crossing. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Ah, the L breakup haircut. Yeah, I love that. Brilliant. You can catch more Buzz on Eddie Caffrey a little bit later on and LMFM.ie. Now, we have from Daniel O'Donnell Donald to Roy Keane here on my list of celebrities that you would love to spend the Expressway 100X journey with. And uh, we're going to get to them shortly. But the Expressway 100X timetable has been enhanced. You can jump on board the 100X in Dublin City, Drogheda and Dundalk with 19 hourly services every day. So all serving Dublin airports and that's four new trips daily including two nearly mo- early morning services uh, departing Dundalk to Dublin at 3.30 also Dublin to Dundalk at 5.44 and two new late night services that's going to depart at 21.30 from Dundalk to Dublin and from Dublin to Dundalk at 22.44 daily remember the Dublin terminus has relocated from Wilton Terrace to Marion Square as well as that you can save 50% when you book online with a young adults or student leap card so guarantee your seat and book in advance at expressway.ie I have two weekly travel passes up for grabs as well as that a 100 euro one for all voucher that's for one person that amazing prize all you have to do is tell me what celebrity would you love to travel with on the 100x and why and we're getting in a voice note on 086 1800 658 Hi Shania, I think the ones I would send on the Expressway 100X, I would send Jerry Kelly from the afternoon show as a treat from the late lunch and I would send Kylie Minogue along with him. <laughs> Jerry would never come back if that happened, but I like where you're going with that. Uh, Daniel O'Donnell says Maureen in Navin. Hi Sinead, I think Ryan Tuberty would be a very interesting person. He knows a lot of celebrities we could chat about. Also, he might be able to get me some tickets to the late, late show or toy show. How wonderful would that be? Says Olive in Drogheda. One more here. Hi Sinead, I travel with Finn Barfury and his musical knowledge he'd fill the bus for sure we would have to do a return trip as well that's coming in from Brendan in Drogheda I want to know who you would travel with keep those coming in 086 1800 658 there's Billy Ocean when the going gets tough well do you know what when the going gets tough it's great to have somebody in your corner particularly if you're in business we're going to be finding out all about local enterprise week and also the services that the local enterprise offices provide here for local business in the area we're going to be joined by Sarah Mallon she's from the local enterprise office in Louth and Lorna Cooney she's from the enterprise office in Meath we'll chat to the ladies next 
the 11 to 1 show. Local Enterprise Week will be held this year from March 6th to 10th and it's a great opportunity for businesses in the North East to come together, network and learn more about the supports available. I'm delighted to be joined in studio now by Sarah Mallon. She's from Louth, from Local Enterprise Office in Louth and Lorna Cooney from Local Enterprise Office in Meath. Ladies, you're very welcome to 11 to 1. How are we getting on? Can come Thank right you, into Sinead. those microphones okay. there. Don't be afraid. So, Sarah, we'll start off with yourself. What is Local Enterprise Week all about? So, every year uh, around the country, the local enterprise offices take one week where we encourage business owners to take a little bit of time out of running their business and take a, maybe a look at how they might do things strategically for the next year ahead. So, every local enterprise office will run a week long series of events, networking, you know, specific business initiatives, and ourselves and Lives were of a full programme and me, and then we join up in some events. And this year um, as well, this is the first real full year back in person which is fantastic after covid so but we've continued to run a number of hybrid events across the country and online so there'll be events at a local level within your own um, county there'll be some regional ones where different regions collaborate and then there'll also be online ones um, which were run nationally so they'll pick some core topics that they will look and they'll be run nationally so everybody across the country can access them so it's basically just a week of interesting events and uh, information sessions for businesses and a chance to get back out. We've run a few in-person events over the last while, different things. I was at a network live meeting last week and people are just so happy to get out and start talking and to recognise people after being on Zoom. For two years. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> completely. People are just sick of Zoom. It's time to get back into the room and network and come together completely. And you know, the last few years have been so challenging. I mean, we're laughing about Zoom now and things like this, but you know, for people in business, COVID has been so challenging, but these challenges have not gone gone away. There's more challenges out there for people. So it's so important to get involved in something like this. Absolutely. I mean, we literally, for businesses in this area, we've gone from Brexit to COVID to an energy crisis. You know, it's been very testing for a lot of businesses over the last couple of years. And they have had, you know, even getting staff, it's it's just a huge change. And you have to be agile and you have to be, um, you know, this pivoting thing. Yeah. But it's important to learn. Like, we're here to tell you about the supports that we can maybe offer to help you, you know, address some of the things like how you can cut more costs or do things more efficiently. So, you know, using our lean programme so you learn to do things a little bit better, how to use technology, all the e-commerce, that hybrid side of things and how to market their businesses related to local people or look at export. And so I suppose our job is really to help small businesses just to help them through all these particular crises that yeah. are here at the moment. And you know, you've, you've listed a couple of them there. There are so many supports that you guys offer. And like, because people are in business and they're trucking away and they're in their own little zone, I suppose, it can be, you know, sometimes very isolating. So like you say, this is a great opportunity to network and come together. So tell us what's happening in the loud area then. There's a range. My goodness me, I was looking through all these notes. There's so many things that are happening. So give us a flavour of what's going on in loud. Yeah, well, actually... Our core event, one of the core events is our kickoff is actually a roadmap to support some funding from the Leo because a lot of people do know about the local enterprise office, but a lot of people don't. And we have a wide range of supports that, you know, everybody assumes that it might always be grants, but it's not necessarily grants. Not all businesses are eligible for grants, but we've lots of other support programs and mentoring and trading online vouchers and lots of different supports. So that our first event is on a Monday the 6th, and that is literally to tell you 
how you what we have, how you can access it. And we've taken three case studies of three uh, Louth businesses that have availed of us. One is a food business, one is a craft business and one is a software business. So they're all very diverse and talk about how their engagement. So that would be that's in the Crown Plaza on Monday the 6th at 12 o'clock. It's a lunchtime seminar. All the events, by the way, in Enterprise Week are free to attend. And uh, so just it would be worthwhile for somebody who wants to find out about that. That will be a key event for us. And we have a number, we're partnering with a number of organisations and other stakeholders throughout the throughout the week to deliver. For example, Drogheda Chamber, we're running a, um, an event with them on the Tuesday morning on HR and employment law, which already has a lot of people booked up. Now, that is online, so there's no limit to the number oh, of great. people, yep. which is great. But all the issues of sick pay now, annual leave, mm. there's huge changes for employers to try and deal there's with There's the that contributory as well. pension as well. That's part of it as well. And as you say, the, the, the sick pay was something that we covered on, on the show as well something that wasn't in the fray now is so yeah. very important and do you know what I love as well about this that you guys honour and celebrate local businesses and their achievements with the awards as well which is lovely yeah so we at the end the other key event we have is our enterprise board so there is a national enterprise board and Lorna actually sits on the national committee for that so at each level there will be awards each county will have awards and we're going to be celebrating four companies four awards at um on Friday the 10th in the Monaster Boys Inn. So we're going to be giving our county awards there and then one will go forward to represent Louth at the national finals. Again, that's a free event and your own Jerry Kelly is the MC for Oh, the no event. better man. <laughs> yeah. No better man, yeah. And Sean O'Connor from Stat Sports is going to be talking about his journey as an entrepreneur. So that will be an ideal event to go to as well. So that's the top and tail of the week. And as I said, during the week we're running events with Drogheda Chamber and Dundalk Chamber and Network Live on neurodiversity. So there's lots There's going lots on. going on. I'm going to bring Lorna in here. Lorna's sitting patiently here beside us. Lorna, as well as the awards, as we mentioned there, there's so much going on in the Meath area as well. So give us an idea, a bit of a rundown of what's going on in your area. Uh, there is indeed, Sinead. Um, we couldn't pack everything into the week, but we've done our best. Um, we have uh, the Monday um, event. We kick off on Monday with uh, the retailer briefing with... Um, it uh, focuses on key areas for retailers um, in 2023 and beyond. That's been a particularly um, badly hit sector during COVID and we understand that. So um, we have arranged this event with Owen Clifford, the head of retail for Bank of Ireland, who will highlight the key areas for retailers to focus on in the year ahead. And then on Tuesday, we have an innovation workshop, which um, I'm quite Looking forward to this is an area um, which a lot of businesses haven't tapped into. It's the research and development area. And we find that many small businesses are very um, resource tight. So they don't really have time to sit back and look outside or look from the outside in at their research and development. And um, in this session, which will be a panel discussion involving um, three speakers, it'll be emceed by Elaine Kyo. Um, journalist and entrepreneur who you're probably very familiar with. And we'll have um, Dermot Casey from the Tajan Centre in Trinity. Uh, we'll have Garrett Duffy, the head of um, the Innovation Centre in DKIT. And we'll also have one of our own clients, um, Tom Rowan from Rowan Engineering, who will take the um, participants or, or the 
the attendees through his journey with the Leo on research and development and how he accessed supports to innovate within his company. And it's so important to hear from people that have gone through the journey because, you know, sometimes you kind of think, like you say, people don't think about, you know, what they can do. The resources are tight and they think, oh, I couldn't do that. But then when they yes. hear from somebody else, it's going to make all the difference. Completely. Yeah, innovation, yeah. it just sounds very sciencey. Yes, it just sounds it out there. Yes. It's something that many people say, oh, not for me. I'm, you know, it's the white coats. The innovators yeah. are, are always... Somebody else. They're yes. just, I'm a busy entrepreneur here and I have to watch the sales and, you know, keep the money flowing in. I don't have time to be thinking about things like this. But the fact is, it's only by innovating constantly that we can keep up or keep abreast with our competitors and keep um, our sales healthy and keep the business growing. So that's one to watch. Um, that's Tuesday, the 7th of March, and that's an online event um, and it'll be a lively and interesting discussion for an hour on that on the morning um, of Tuesday the 7th and then another event which I'd like to highlight is on Wednesday it's International Women's Day on yes, Wednesday. Yes of course very so, important. Yeah we needed to do something very nice for the female entrepreneurs on that day so what we've done is we've arranged a lunchtime event in the Station House Hotel from 12pm to 3pm and that will um or it'll be a networking mm-hmm. event for female entrepreneurs across the county. Um, we'll have a very interesting lineup of speakers for that event. We have three ladies um, who I'm sure many female entrepreneurs will want to hear from. We have Susie O'Neill of AU Makeup. We have Leah Cooney of Leah's Holistic Health. And we have Laura Mar Hora of Irish Country Home. Oh, very good. So yeah. the theme of the day is women at work. And these three ladies have a very unique story of their own to tell about how they've all identified a gap in the market for their specific service or product and how they've become successful in their own right. And I'm fairly sure that Elaine Kyo will um, lead a Oh, she will. Lively discussion. She, with she the, will, definitely. And like ladies. that, particularly for women as well, it's so important to just be, you know, lifting each other up and yes. be together and supporting each other. And that's what that's all about, which I think is, is yeah. fantastic. And there'll be a good opportunity for networking at that yeah, as well. Completely. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to highlight that. And then on um, on the Wednesday, we also have an, a regional event exploring overseas markets. So that will be one that's open very to loud for and meet mm. Leo clients and also very worthwhile. Then on the Thursday, we have a supports of your local enterprise office, a briefing, and that's going to take place in the Navan Ent- Education Centre from 12 a.m. to 12 noon. That will cover all the supports available from ourselves in the Leo, from uh, Mead Partnership, the Economic Development Department within Mead County Council, Social Protection and Mead Enterprise. So it's just a whistle-stop tour of what sports are out there. Very useful for someone who might be, say, um, just starting off. Yeah, beginning stages. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, or indeed at the growth stage and mm-hmm. just hasn't tapped into the resources of the agencies before or may need some uh, assistance in obtaining, um, you know, um, an incubation unit yes. maybe or something along those lines. So well worth attending. Again, it's an in-person one. Mm-hmm. It's a Navin Education Centre. We also have a trading online voucher seminar on that morning from 10am to 1. And we have uh, some 
social media training. Well, oh, this is the one. And we were talking about this this morning, Sarah, because I know you guys have a sold out at this stage TikTok seminar. <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, I went on to TikTok, right? Yeah. To try and sort of make sense of it. After two minutes, my head hurts. So I can understand <laughs> completely why there needs to be a workshop on this. And it is so important because like, some people are very resistant to social media and they're very resistant to all this new stuff that's coming down the line. But you have to go where the customer is and where your audience potentially is. So very yes. important. And both the offices are running seminars around this. Exactly. Yeah. You see, on, we have one on the Tuesday, 7th of March, say in the evening time. And that's online. And it's called Brand Storytelling in 2023. So I know that loud they're doing something similar. Mm-hmm. It's basically, I am not an expert in social media, so I, I wouldn't be one of the early adopters in this area. Yeah. But I do, like you say, understand that we need to keep abreast of it because that's yeah. where our customers are. So this one, say basically TikTok has revolutionized how oh, yeah. we do business. Yeah. I, I, I know Instagram has been used heavily in the last couple of years, but I, from what I hear, Instagram is becoming more like TikTok. So we yes. now need to make reels to put on Instagram Oh, like I figure, I, I feel like I've figured out one part of it, and then all of a sudden they introduce, <laughs> yeah. they introduce a new thing like reels, and I'm going, I'm just Can't not keep at the races <laughs> when it comes to this stuff at all. So I completely get it, and that's fantastic that you have that in place as well. As well as all of this, um, there is free business and finance advice clinics as well. That's all running throughout the week as well. Yeah, absolutely, F- fantastic. And so, in terms of uh, people, you know, signing up or getting involved, do they have to sign up to these events, or how does that work? Yeah, well, they do. They need to register and yeah. they can register online. Um, when they go on to the local enterprise office, Lyth or Mead site, they can go through. Some of them will go through to partner websites. So for example, the one there's a big conference on between Urient and Dock Chamber of Commerce, all about cross-border economy. And we may even have a protocol deal styled by then. So yeah. Coveney's actually speaking at the event. So, you know, it might lead you through to the Dock Chamber of Commerce to book on their site. But it is all part of local enterprise week and you just go on and sign uh, sign up and then yeah. you get the information and may they be the same similarly so. in in mead say the wednesday event for the women in business is in partnership with mead chamber so it could be on the mead chamber mm-hmm. of commerce website or it could be on our website so it'll just be localenterprise.ie forward slash mead or forward slash loud so you'll get both brochures fantastic well I think it's a great initiative it's one that all businesses that should sign up and get involved in ladies thank you so much for sharing that comprehensive detailed uh, list of everything that's happening for local enterprise week thanks a million for joining me today Thank you. Thanks, Thanks so Sinead. much. Sarah Mallon there uh, from Local Enterprise Office in Louth and Lorna Cooney from Local Enterprise Office in Meath. It's running from the 6th to the 10th of March. If you are in business and you're in this area, you better get on and find out more. Localenterprise.ie forward slash Louth or localenterprise.ie forward slash Meath. The 11 to 1 show. With Gilmore's MFM. Dermot Kennedy, something to someone. We're going to get back to your messages about the celebrity that you would travel on the 100X with. We're going to get to them shortly. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport and entertainment on lmfm.ie. Home Instead is recruiting new and experienced caregivers in the Meath area. For more details, check out careers.homeinstead.ie. 
AIS Automation Limited in Dundalk require a senior controlled automation engineer. Salary range from 50 to 60,000. Please apply with your CV to paul.d at aisautomation.ie. Don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. We are celebrating this week the Expressway 100X timetable has been enhanced. You can now jump on board the 100X in Dublin City, Drogheda and Dundalk with 19 hourly services every day, all serving Dublin Airport. So there's four new trips daily, including two new early morning services departing Dundalk to Dublin at 3.30am and Dublin to Dundalk at 5.44am. Also, two new late night services departing at 21.30 from Dundalk to Dublin and from Dublin to Dundalk at 22.44. Plus, remember, the Dublin Terminus has relocated from Wilton Terrace to Merrion Square. And you can save 50% when you book online with a young adults or student leap card. Guarantee your seat and a book in advance, expressway.ie. So to celebrate... I have two weekly travel passes to the value of €140 to give away, plus a €100 one-for-all voucher. And we're asking you, what celebrity would you travel with on the 100X Expressway service? Kate and Lear says, I'd put Eamon Ryan in the 100X along with Leo Radker. Give them both a much-needed dose of reality and show them the bus service, bus air in office. (laughs) Great! Sinead, I would love to travel with uh, Tommy Tiernan. It would be a laugh a minute and I could do it a good laugh now, says Kay. I would love to travel with Boy George. Loved his music and flamboyant outfits. Watched him and I'm a celeb. He's a kind, caring human being. He'd be great fun to hang out with. Says Jerry in Navin. Sinead, the girls from the Men of Pals show. It would be amazing. Such a great laugh. I really enjoyed the show. I'd go again. Oh, it'd be, the bus would be hopping with laughter, says Shirley. Uh, moving to WhatsApp. I would love to travel with John McEnroy. There would never be a crossword between us, says Orla Mead and uh, uh, RD. Also, who else? Uh, Vladimir Zelensky. This man is such determination and self-belief in his battle to save his country, says Paul Tiernan in Drogheda. Afternoon, Sinead. I'd like to travel with Miriam Margoyles. Oh, come on. That'd be brilliant. The story she would t- tell would be well worth the bus versus Deco in Terman Feckin. Oh, she, she would be brilliant. She would be brilliant to travel with. Keep those coming in. We'll be picking a winner for today's prize very shortly. 86 658 the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. From 1995, Joan Osborne, one of us. More throwbacks on the cruise with Eddie Caffrey a little later on. Don't know what the year is, though. It's a closely guarded secret. He never tells us. What I will tell you, though, is this is a little trick for you making your pancakes today. Normally, we all get leftover batter, don't we? Because we're stuffed, we make too much and we're stuffed to the gills and then we're looking at the leftover batter. Don't put the leftover batter down your drain, okay? Plumbers are warning of this today. They're saying that this, because the pancake batter is containing, you know, flour, fat, oil, it's a recipe for disaster when it comes to our drains. It's going to harden up and it can cause burst pipes leading to costly repairs. So you have been warned no batter down the drain, okay? So they say it's really important for people to be aware of this damage. So what do they it suggest? Well, there's lots of things you can do, right? We can freeze this batter, make pancakes again another time. Also, you can make it maybe for your Yorkshire puddings if you're into that, or you can batter your fish with it. Lastly, if you really do want to dump it, dispose of it in the bin, not down the sink. There's the script, what Hall of Fame... 
This guy's definitely in the Hall of Fame. I would love to travel with Marcelo Bielsa as he was a legend at Leeds United, charismatic, a bit mad, and I would love, I would have a million questions for him, says Amanda. Well, Amanda, we are giving you the two weekly travel passes as well as that you're getting the 100 euro one for all voucher for the all thanks to Expressway 100X and their new timetable, which has been enhanced. Thank you so much for all of your entries. Don't worry, we're going to do it all again tomorrow on the show. That is our lot on the show for today. Thank you so much for your company as always. Have a great day. Chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. 